God knew that Mary's mind would explode with all kinds of what-if questions. After her angelic visitation, what if Joseph calls off the wedding? What if I'm pregnant with no husband? What if I'm kicked out of the house? What if I'm ashamed and embarrassed? What if they think I'm crazy? What if they call me a liar? What if? I'm Alice Newsom, and you're listening to the Repurpose and Publish podcast. I've heard it said that Graveyard is the most valuable piece of real estate on the planet because it's filled with unrealized dreams, ideas, and visions. This podcast is about denying the grave consumption of the great content locked up in my computer and taking the bold step to share my thoughts and creativity with you. And now, here's more repurposed content from my computer. This is the story of a young teenage girl named Mary. She was a good girl and loved by all. She was engaged, but still a virgin. Mary was home alone, probably doing whatever a normal Jewish teenage girl would be doing on any given day. This day was different because suddenly, out of thin air, an angel appeared. One minute, she was home alone, and the next second, standing in front of her, was an angelic being from heaven. The angel Gabriel, who stands in the presence of God himself, appeared to a mere mortal human being. He enthusiastically greets this girl with words of high praise. Hail, the Lord is with you, highly favored. Blessed among women. Quite naturally, Mary was uneasy with the angel's sudden appearance, and she wondered, What kind of hello is this? She questioned his statements The Lord is with me, and I'm blessed and highly favored. There were many thoughts racing through Mary's head. To ease the anxiety in her heart, the angel said, Don't be afraid. You have found favor with God. The tension in Mary's neck started to ease, and suddenly she felt at peace. The angel went on to complete his assignment by telling Mary that she was going to have a son named Jesus, and he was going to be great. God was going to give him King David's throne. He would rule forever, and his kingdom will never end. Mary was again intrigued by the angel's words and the possibility of having such a powerful son. But she was confused. She asked the angel, 
How can this happen? I've never been with a man. The angel Gabriel assured Mary that no man will touch her, and she will remain a virgin until after the birth of her son. He told her that God's Holy Spirit will overshadow her, and she will conceive a holy child. This baby will be the Son of God. The angel didn't stop there. He gave Mary more proof of God's ability to do the impossible. Gabriel told Mary that her cousin Elizabeth was pregnant. I imagine Mary gasped with surprise. She was aware of the fact that Elizabeth and Zacharias really wanted children, but they were never able to have them. And now they were old, really old. Mary knew the ache in her barren cousin's heart. And now, with this news, she was happy for Elizabeth. After the enthusiastic, angelic greeting, the promises of a bright future, and the miraculous conception of cousin Elizabeth, Mary said, Yes. With the offer accepted and the assignment complete, the angel disappeared into thin air as quickly as he appeared. Imagine being a young, single virgin having a conversation with an angel who said, God wants you to birth his child. <laughs> who can you share that information with? God knew that Mary would need a place of solace. He understood that Mary's mind would explode with all kinds of what-if questions after her angelic visitation. What if Joseph calls off the wedding? What if I'm pregnant with no husband? What if I'm kicked out of the house? What if I'm ashamed and embarrassed? What if they think I'm crazy? What if they call me a liar? What if? After days of pondering the angel's words, Mary felt so much pressure that she wanted to get away. Away from Joseph, away from her family, and away from her friends. Where could she go? And who would believe her? Mary recalled the angel's words and knew exactly where to go. Cousin Elizabeth's house. Mary wanted to celebrate her pregnancy and Cousin Elizabeth would understand her dilemma. Elizabeth was six months pregnant at the time of Mary's visit. As Mary entered the house and said hello, the baby in Elizabeth's womb jumped and she was filled 
with the Holy Spirit. As the Spirit of God moved upon Elizabeth, she proclaimed, Blessed are thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb. The presence of the Holy Spirit was in the house. Mary and Elizabeth had a grand old time praising God for who he is and the miraculous way he honored them. They were elated and thankful for God's blessings in their lives. They hugged, they shouted, they sang, they cried, they praised God with all their might. While they worshipped, John the Baptist joined in and rejoiced in his mother's womb. This visit was a dose of good medicine for these two pregnant women of destiny. It confirmed the words spoken by the angel. Mary found a place of peace, camaraderie, and comfort at Elizabeth's house. The what-ifs in her head were silenced. Elizabeth found comfort in the presence of another pregnant woman. She shared her fears and hopes as well as her stories of morning sickness, tender breast, and movement in her womb. Neither woman was trying to conceive a child when God decided to change the course of their lives. Elizabeth was an old, married, barren woman who ceased having menstrual cycles and thought she would never conceive. Mary, on the other hand, was an engaged teenage virgin who dreamed of being a mother someday in the future. God implemented the unexpected but necessary changes in these women's lives that were essential to accomplish His plan and his purpose. God chooses whomever he wants to choose, and his timing serves his purpose. Mary stayed with Elizabeth about three months. On her return home, Mary was prayed up and strong. She had proof that the angel's words were true. Three missed menstrual cycles, morning sickness, enlarging breasts, strange cravings, and snug-fitting clothes. God was aware of Mary's character before he chose her for this most sacred assignment. She was honest trustworthy, reliable, and had strong faith. God was confident that Mary would not try to deceive Joseph by making him think that he was the father of her child. 
With all her heart, Mary loved God. But this pregnancy placed her in a very precarious situation. She was now the blushing bride-to-be with a bump. Mary loved Joseph and looked forward to being his wife. Now that her pregnancy was confirmed, she needed to have a serious talk with her fiancé. Mary understood there was a great risk of rejection. Yet, she felt compelled to tell Joseph of her angelic visitation. As Joseph listened to the entire story from beginning to end, one word, pregnant, reverberated in his mind. To say the least, Joseph was shocked because Mary was a sweet, honest, Virgin? He did not believe the angelic visitation and the immaculate conception story. Joseph truly loved Mary and thought he was going to spend the rest of his life with her. But he didn't bargain for this. Did Mary really expect him to go through with the wedding and watch her belly swell? with another man's baby? What was he supposed to do? Joseph was hurt, but he decided to deal with the situation in a manner that was best for both of them. He didn't want to publicly embarrass Mary, and he didn't want to raise another man's child. So he decided to quietly call off the wedding. The matter was settled in Joseph's mind, and he went to sleep. While sleeping, Joseph had a dream. He envisioned an angel who gave him clear, direct, and precise instructions. He said, Son of David, don't be afraid. With his heart and mind open, Joseph listened intently as the angel spoke of miraculous things to come. Joseph had heard these things before because the angel was confirming everything Mary said. He was instructed to go through with the planned wedding ceremony and when the baby was born to name him Jesus. The angel told Joseph that this marriage was ordained by God. He said it was intertwined with the fulfillment of a great prophecy. Behold, a virgin shall be with child and shall bring forth a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which means God with us. Joseph woke up from his sleep and realized that indeed God was with him. The dream was so real. 
he experienced an angelic visitation and now believed in immaculate conception. He was ready to get married and was no longer concerned about raising another man's child. Joseph embraced the fact that his marriage to Mary was ordained and he was honored that God had chosen him to be called the earthly father of Jesus. When it was time for Jesus to be born, Mary and Joseph were traveling. They stopped by an inn, but all the rooms were taken, so they took shelter in a barn. When Jesus was born, Mary wrapped him tightly and laid him in a feeding trough for animals. She held him, loved him, cherished him, and raised him. Hello, I'm Galene, your host from Let's Meet the Author. I want to go ahead and boast about one of my authors who premiered in the first season, Alice Newsom. I have read her book over and over, and I cannot put it down. I have recommended to my sisters, I recommend to my mom, to my aunties, and even the male members in my family. Finally, there's a book that talks about the women of the Bible. All right, and also it gives juicy details about the lives of Jesus' ancestors. The book is called The Sorted Lives of Jesus' Ancestors. Every family has skeletons in their closet. Jesus' family does too. You've got to get your own copy. Go to alicenewsome.com and go ahead and read it and find out all the secrets of Jesus' ancestors. alicenewsome.com Get your copy today. You will not regret it. I've been busy. I've recorded an audiobook too. Now, the audiobook is a convenient way to hear the stories of the women in Jesus' family tree as you go about your day. I'm the narrator, and it comes with a special audiobook companion document. Get your audiobook now. If you are anything like I am, then you have a stored collection of stories and lessons. I encourage you to get that content out of your mind, out of your device, out of your journal, and share it with the world. Enrich someone's life because they are waiting for you. That's a wrap. Another podcast is in the books. It's published. And I hope you enjoyed it. If you did, make sure to share it and subscribe to get each episode as it becomes available. And please, leave a review. Visit my website, alicenewson.com. Remember to repurpose and publish. Thanks for listening.